Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery, presented by Elite Elite Archery, matter of fact. I don't know. (laughs) Does it really matter? Not technically. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. But you just know that... They're the title sponsor. They mattered us. They're they're better to us. Is that what you said? <laughs> they mattered to us. Oh, they mattered to us. <laughs> I think you said um, they're better than us. <laughs> that's what I thought you said too. This is episode four hundred and seventy six. Uh, last episode, Eesh. if you listen to the Mule Deer podcast, I did a cut in it because I said episode four hundred and sixty five when it was four hundred and seventy five. Oops. And then I realized once we got doing, it, I'm just like I'm just gonna cut the six out and then no one will notice. Um, so if you noticed. You know, you just caught me being lazy is all. I was like, it doesn't really matter. It's it a number. Matter. It's a number in a two-hour and 20-minute podcast. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the podcast presented by Elite Archery. Um, they're getting busy. They're getting busy. Well, they're getting busy. Dougie Fresh has got a slick head down. Ooh, I do. The old result. Produce some results. Yeah, how'd you feel about it? Uh, I liked it a lot, actually. You did? Felt really good. Felt the, real nice. Silky smooth. The green machine. The green machine's eating. Yeah, that thing sticks out like a sore thumb. I not, love it. Not really in the woods. It don't. Yeah, true. It doesn't feel like it's sticking out like a. Like uh, Malin's Mal- Mal- son hits it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Other than that, though, no, not really. I think you'd be fine. It's cooler. Right, I think. It worked. Right. I love it. That's true. Um, the podcast. She didn't see it coming. What's that? She didn't see the green machine well, coming. You know what else? I got, must have my headset down a little bit or something. Normally, I have, like I blow my ears out when I when you podcast. Well, hey, turn it up. Might as well, dude. I can't hear my wife anyway. Let's crank that up a little bit for me, huh? <laughs> nice. Um. The podcast is also brought to you by Big Time. I'm actually going to reseed some of my plots with um, with Buck Brunch uh, because some of it got hit with army worms. Yep. And I'm not expecting turnips to come out of it, but I think maybe like the ryegrass yeah. will come in. And you should have done it before all this rain. I know. Joe's got it in the mail. I should have it tomorrow. Son of a gun. Yeah, it got me. Um, so Big Time, code WCB2021. Um, if you can run bait sites... Right now, and if you're in one of those states, you know, Big Ten's really valuable. If you miss the food plot train, it's a tough break. <laughs> Better luck next year. Tough break. You have to wait, <laughs> wait until next year. It's tough out here, man. Um, 
uh, podcast also brought to you by Rogue Ridge. I'm not warmed up this episode yet, boys. We need to get there. We're busy setting stuff up in the studio. Uh, Spy Point, the Insiders Club. If you are a member, not only are you getting a better deal on your monthly sell plans, but you're also entered to win giveaways like the road tr- uh, hunting rig road trip with the truck and our Rogue Ridge e-bike that we added to that package right. and all the other goodies that every other Spy Lots Point team goodies. added to that giveaway package. Um and you can get in, like, you can get two Link Micros for a really good deal. Those Link Micros, you put, make sure they're updated and have lithium batteries in them. You're and golden. my two have been running since June, and I haven't went in and touched them. Isn't that awesome? Pro tip, get rid of weeds in front of your <laughs> yeah. cell cams. It's a big one. I threw one up yesterday in a hurry. Um, a, you uh, forgot se- that one weed, didn't you? Uh, well, you know... I set up the cell link, and I was like, okay, good. It's taking pictures. Because I always just make sure I get a picture sent to my phone first before I leave it. And then I take easy cuts and nip all the little, like, uh, clipping, you know, whatever the fuck's around it. You know, like a a limb or a little branch or grass. And I'm like, cool, all set. Today, my phone is going off a thousand times because there's, I missed a piece of grass, apparently. I think that when you, too, like, you try and step it down, I think some of them stand back up. Yeah, they're like, man, screw this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't going down that easy, pal. No. Just, no, I just take a weed eater. You're not that me. guy. Yeah. But I always suggest if you've never tried Spy Point, try it. Try with a cell link or try a link micro. I mean, good entry-level cell cams. Um, they perform well. And if you're an insider's club, your monthly plans are cheaper. Mm-hmm. So hard to beat that. Uh, also, Rogue Ridge. I'm telling you, we got to do a podcast soon about e-bikes because... I liked that bike, and uh, you know, in the summer's fun riding it. Um, and it, I went from liking it to, lo- I mean, it's fun. I had a blast on it to using it for what it's designed for. Right. It's legitimately a game changer. I haven't used it for what it's designed for yet, but you try th- it this, this weekend. weekend. This weekend is going to be out. I'm telling you, your perspective on e-bikes and everything changes once you use it once. Oh, I guarantee it will. Like, it's been the most valuable thing so far for me in, during whitetail season. Like you, well, I mean, you especially because I'm freaking fat and out of shape. So, well, I mean, you, you still have to pedal, <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, I'll tell you, like guys are always like, it's expensive, and I, I get that. You know, they are all e-bikes are expensive, and I look at it as like, man, if I really cared about being stealthy, I would not have a four wheeler, and I would have an e-bike. Yep. yep. And you just learn certain things that work for you. Like I did some just like simple mods for mine. Like I put bungees on a certain way. I put a fanny pack on the back rack. Like. Just different stuff that you can have on it. Just that, making it yours, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like it's just like items you would put in your truck. Right. You know, st- something like that. So uh, check out Rogue Ridge. Um, I'm telling you, the e-bike game, it's it's you don't know it until you you dive into yeah, it, that, in it. That you were missing it. Um, and then kind of paired with that, you know, talking entry and exit with that bike is uh, scent crusher. Um, I mean, I've been making sure all my scent is crushed. Um, I run, and I don't kill my clothing. I don't know how you guys run your cycles, but... I'm like a five, 10 minute at most cycle guy, unless I got some, something rank, but, um, and I only really wash my clothes during season if they're muddy or bloody. Yep. Mine's right. Out of the, like if I get out of the stand or out of the truck, you know, if I take them off, it's a 10 yeah. minute cycle and that's about it. Garrett's in studio for the first time ever. You, you do a lot of trade show pod or a podcast work <laughs> for uh scent crusher. Yes. Yes, I do. So you're, you're working the booth and all that. What's your favorite scent crusher item right now? It's the roller bag, the roller bag, just because of the halo series generator, just because it's portable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but I do like the compact size, just their standard gear bag with yeah. the shoulder straps. Yeah. That's, that's same here. That's I, my favorite there, the roller bag I have at the house loaded down and I like took that on some of the trips we went on and mm-hmm. like lived out of that. And then now I can put it in the front seat of my truck. I put the normal size gear bag in the front seat. Yep. And then I just plug it into the outlet thing in my truck. 
And then I have the generator sitting up. So as I'm driving, I can just beep, hit the button and yep. run a cycle while I'm driving. Easy peasy. That's what I do. Yeah, because, I mean, I run like, you know, five, ten minute cycles, especially if I got like elastic in my, my waistband. Yeah. I just don't want right. to kind of. What I do. Halo silent. That Halo series is nice because then you don't have to worry about finding the charger yep. in the fall and doing all that just shit. Just charge it up before you go. Charge it at the, the wall charger at home and just toss it in the bag and you're good to go. I don't know what they say, how many cycles that's good for, but I've ran... <laughs> Seems like I've 100. Ran, yeah, I've ran like 10. I don't I, I don't know how many I'm in right now, but I have it in the back of my cab I'm on my not truck on like the floor. 60-minute cycles. I'm doing like the 10. I do like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because that internal battery is supposed to be four plus hours on a full charge. Oh, it is? Yes. I didn't know mm. that. I should have known that probably, but I don't know. Glad you're here. That's why we got him here. Yeah, that's a lot of ozone running. Yeah, it is. Just running four hours straight. Um, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And also, Old Barn Taxidermy. Hopefully, all those other products, um, actually, all our sponsors can kind of lead you into um, a taxidermy Ooh, bill. Hopefully. Plan. We kind of designed that well, right? Like, guess we didn't think of it out that way exactly, but it's kind of... It kind of worked that way. kind of worked that way pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah, um, Here we are. <laughs> yeah, we're smarter than we give ourselves credit for. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy is no, based out of Fort Madison, Iowa. They have a Colorado location, and they have Dropbox locations all over the place. Uh, you can find all that info on their social media or their website. And I would say if you shoot something, you want to get a shoulder mount done, go to Old Barn Taxidermy or Dropbox location and tell them to put you in for the Working Class Boner Podcast listener your head giveaway yep so if you are a listener and you tell them that and you said hey that's why i'm here they go say no more fam you are in the entry to win a free mount for next season and they'll at the end of the season they will pick a winner out and who doesn't like a free mount like let's be honest i mean yeah i mean what other tax service is giving you a chance to win a free mount next time you come back and honestly only like three or four people listen true so true. you have like a, at most a one in five chance good odd it's a pretty good odd. Good odd, if you ask me. I mean, I think you'd be dumb if you didn't go to Old Barn, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm not a betting man, but I'm not, I, I bet on that. I don't want to call anybody dumb, but... Hell, I hope to enter that giveaway at some point. I keep mentioning my mentioning the podcast, but, you know... You so. never win? Yeah, I, never, I, I won yet. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that weirdo a part of that thing well, they got going? With all Doug's different names, I mean, he could be entering many times. Yeah. Duck Guide, The Stash, Dale. I might stop listening to this piece of shit podcast <laughs> no shit i never win I get nothing from it <laughs> uh podcast also brought to you by novix tree stands uh we have a code there working class 21 i believe that gets you 15 percent off because i can never remember not 50 percent off I think garrett that you actually messaged me that didn't you was it you yeah it was because I, I obviously i'm deaf too but yeah it definitely sounded like 50 percent. i just mumble i have mud mouth at times um <laughs> but no american made tree stands the echo the helo um you can go compact sticks, compact doubles, full-length sticks, full-length doubles. Those doubles are showy. I know. I'm a fan of double steps. I, I know. I, uh, you know when you're put up stand up and you always mess up the sticks? <laughs> yeah, and you got to go back oh, yeah. down. And you like, go down and you're like, oh, miss a step. Yeah. Not no yeah. more. Not no more. Yeah. I like. I do like the double step because I when you go to hang the stand, it's comfier. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I like my feet next to each other, not like staggered when I'm mm -hmm. trying to swing that stand around. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the stagger is comfy. Because you can, depending on the tree, you can kind of lean your knee up. I always wrap my leg around the tree if I can. Oh, you do? Huck it. Oh, yeah. Don't you guys use, uh, like, safety belts when you hang? Never heard of it. <sighs> you don't still? Mm -mm. I'm telling you, I do now. Game changer. Way less of a pain in the ass. I used to be the dude that's, like, tightening straps with my teeth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I no. Still do it. I don't fuck with that no more, dude. I have. So what I do, 
and I highly suggest this. I get one of them rope mi- rope men mechanical ascenders. Yeah. And I made my own rope that it goes on. You just look up like what millimeter rope it takes, mm-hmm. and then tie a knot on one end, and then one end's looped with a, a hook, and then I hook that ascender to my other side. But what I do. If I if I like get a lineman's bell is what you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, but yeah. it's a me- mechanical ascender and stuff right, like right. the knot or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, but once you're up in there, if you get into a tree and you forgot like your safety harness, I just wrap it inside itself and then hook into you that. Use that as your safety harness. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, it just doesn't leave my pack. Right. It's always in there. So when I go to hang it, like yesterday I hung a, an Echo, a Novix Echo. I just strapped around. It was windier and shit, but it would it would have sucked because I'm trying to like throw the strap yeah. right on the tree. Well, I just, I'm hanging anyway, so I got both hands, so I just, like, reach around and grab it. It would be nice to have both hands. Way less of a headache, way safer. And then you can get straps way tighter. So, like, what we do, like that top uh, button on Mm. the Echo, get that as tight as you can, but fold the platform up. Yep. Tighten that strap all the way down, and then you cam it over. And then then you just put the bottom one on there. The bottom one's really just keeping it from kicking out. But I had it cammed so good. And I love that because then you can, once you get up to the stand, you can use it as a part of your ladder. It just is like some leverage tight, dude. Gerdouche. So, Gerdouche. Gerdbonk. <laughs> so we'll see. Chow. I'm cut chow. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. It's a uh, solid. So, and the echo's a little comfier. Not and the platform's a little bigger if you like yeah. that. Yep. Um, so yeah, check out Novix tree stands and loophole optics. It's funny. Uh, Jacob Johnson, our buddy, he texted me the other day. He's like, I got FOMO. He forgot his binos. He did all weekend. Oh, all on. Week. Oh, all weekend. No, he forgot his truck. I think the one day. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was funny to use the term. Don't have FOMO. Get some loopholes because there's so much more you see. Even whitetail hunting with binos, good yep. binos. Dude, nothing drives you more nuts than like, I don't know, seeing like a deer move through the woods and you don't know what it is. And you, if you don't your binos, you don't know what it was. Like, it's I amazing have to know what it is. It's almost like you can see through things to a right. point. Like, you can look through grass differently. Yeah, just oh, like yeah. it helps. It's I mean, it magnifies your vision, of course. But I mean, where Doug and I hunt, I seen two other stands. I would not have seen them if I didn't have my binos with me. Just glassing, just, just glassing. Yeah, like oh shit, there's a stand right there. You can pick up on a lot. Like oh, there's a scrape over there. I didn't notice that before. Or a rub. Or I've even like caught a lot of deer just through binos that yeah. I've never when seen until they're like right on top of you. You mm-hmm. know, if you're deep in the timber where it's real thick. Yeah. Well, that too, you see them coming from a distance, then you mm-hmm. can get your your mind right. Mm-hmm. Like you see a big buck coming, and you're like, oh, he's heading this way. I can just. When we get situated, you just you just get caught off guard less. Yeah, one hundred percent. So check out Loophole Optics. Uh, we run ten by forty twos in the Midwest. Yes, sir. Um, it's a common question. And BX whatever, whatever you can get, whatever you can afford. Yeah, they're all but, good. I mean, yeah, seriously, it's just get what's in your budget. And same thing goes for rangefinders. Um, you got a veteran shout out, Doug? Douglas. I do. Douglas Fur. Uh, as always, the veteran shout is brought to you by Operation HJ USA. This one's submitted by Red. Barsetti. It's a good name. I like it. Uh, the veteran is Joe Bogard. He's in the Marines. Mm-hmm. It says, Joe is my best friend. He served in the Marine Corps from 2003 to 2007, deployed 04 to 05, and 06 to, oh boy, Pahala, Iraq. MOS was 1833 Amphibious Assault Crew Chief. Once Joe got home from serving overseas, he graduated a major university, then awful decision to be my partner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we currently work in the inner city on large police department. Joe has devoted almost his whole life to service of others and has saved my life more than one, more than one occasion. Uh, for hunting archery, it says, uh, in the past couple of years, I talked Joe into making the jump into compound bows. 
He managed to shoot a very small buck. I think a four or six pointer. Still nice. Hoping to get him on a mature buck in the near future. Yeah. So uh, thanks for sending that red, and uh, thanks for your service, Joe. Thanks, thanks for your service, thanks, Joe. Guys. Good thanks luck for out there, boys. Hopefully you knock down some giants. Yes. They're in Ohio, so. Oh, boy. That's yep. actually the number yeah. one state for giants. Yep. Dude. Everyone go there. I, I think you shouldn't. You know, uh, they say you can't trip into 150, but I heard in Ohio you can trip into 180. I'd heard that rumor. Yeah, I, I heard it, too. Some, actually, it was I was at a bar, and some guy told me that. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I heard <laughs> Oh, by the same bar? I don't think so. That's, <laughs> how, pot, that's how known it oh, is now. Oh, damn. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to Ohio. I was at a bar in Vermont, and some dude just tell me about it. <laughs> Wait, I was there, too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys, for your service. We appreciate you. Thanks for submitting that veteran shout-out. And uh, let's get on with the episode. We jabbed our jaws enough. Glad you guys are here. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the podcast. It's episode 475 or 476. Hell, or, it might be 477. Who knows? I mean, it's up to you guys, really. Use your imagination whatever number podcast yeah, you make, it, it is. make it what you want it. We are in studio, and we have a special guest that drove all the way from the number one big buck state in the world. Um, add that together. Michigan, Garrett Goodwin. What's up, buddy? Not too much. Don't be telling everybody our secrets over there. <laughs> everybody knows. We have a bad rep with Michigan. All because of Chris Smith. Well, he's not far off, though. Chris Smith came in on this podcast. He actually sells land in Michigan, too, which makes it even funnier. And he just, like... <laughs> shit on Michigan. He shit on Michigan for an hour. That's pretty good. And it was funny, funny like, the... the I mean, you live there. What do you think, first of all, of the podcast? I agree with a lot of what he says because, you know, we deal with a lot of the same yeah. issues. But he also went from living in... Yeah, but he's from Michigan, Michigan originally. Michigan to Iowa, then back to Michigan. Yeah, I mean... I can make a... But he's born and raised in Michigan, you know, right, he knows. Right. I was just curious where you stood because I think we got like 50-50 results. But for the record, we don't hate you, Michigan. It's just a joke. We love you like we love Ohio. Just, just be better. Whoa. I mean, I got invited here, so I guess they don't hate us too much. Right. Uh, I mean, we don't. But you, I mean, you're here. <laughs> well, you <know. laughs> nah, sorry. Um, you are. I mean, I feel bad that you're here because of like the topic of conversation in a way. But um, I think it's important to talk about. But first, I want to thank you because you've been a huge supporter of ours for a long time. Really um, I think you have probably the biggest working class bow hunter hat collection. And uh, what's up, Todd? Come on in. And um, here, get, if you want to hop on a mic, I'll turn the mic on for you. Um, I think you have the biggest working class bow hunter hat collection there is. Probably. Gotta be. How many you got? I lost count. I don't know. I'd have to. I 
guarantee it's the biggest. Yeah. Todd, I think your mic's on. You should be good. Check, check. Yeah. There you are. Hey, man. You are. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. On, man? Just... Uh, rolling by the studio, saw a truck with a Michigan <laughs> Michigan license plate. It was like, I got to see what's going on. He just hops what's in. going on? That's how it works over <laughs> yeah. here. Who, who's this bum in here? Let me adjust one camera, and then we'll get you on. Continue on. Act, don't mind me. Yeah, who's this Michigan guy here? We don't yeah, I, have like, here. I have like four hats. You have like all of them. 30. Do you remember what episode like you start listening to the podcast? Uh, I believe it was like 215 or 216 really? with Bud Fisher. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, Bud Fisher got you in catching deers, huh? Yeah, that's actually uh, again. what I looked up. Yeah. Because I talked to Bud, uh, I think it was the 2019 uh, Deer Fest or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I just looked on Spotify and saw the episode and I started listening and got hooked ever since. And no kidding. Was, that he, was, was, he, was he in character when you talked to him? No, that was before. Uh, that was Bud, not Rut. Yeah, yeah. It was before okay. Rut. They're two different people. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they're right? not the same. Eric, not the same. Rut, Rut was off using the bathroom or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny him. when you talk to Bud and he's not Rut. He's, it's different people. It's like the the his acting is on point. It's really good. It is. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to thank you for all the support, man. Like you definitely just support the shit out of us in every way. So much appreciated. Hey, anytime you guys kill it, and you know, I it helps me stay motivated off season during season. Mm-hmm. Well, get you through the work day. Glad we could help. Yeah, I definitely, uh, at my old job, being a mechanic, you know, I had earphones in uh, Mm -hmm. all the time, and I probably listened to almost every episode three, four times. Damn, that's, (laughs) God, that's rough. (laughs) Well, eight, ten hour days, you just kind of keep it on repeat and just let it cycle through. That's commitment, man. Well, we we appreciate it. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, We appreciate it a lot. I apologize. Sorry for things we said about Michigan then. (laughs) (laughs) Michigan's Um, not that bad. How long have you been bow hunting? Uh, honestly, I shot a bow ever since, you know, I was a little kid and then my cousin kind of got me into it. And then, uh, it was a, I started shooting a Browning Yukon. Mm-hmm. So an old, old camo bow. And, yeah. uh, and then 2013, my dad bought me, a uh, my first compound hunting bow for my birthday and shot it for years never was successful yeah and uh come to find out the bow was actually not fitted for me even it being an 800 hundred dollar bow yeah right but uh it's funny when you change to a bow that does shoot like it's fitted to you how much more enjoyable it is oh yeah like it goes from being like just something you're doing because you want to hunt to like wow i'm actually gonna i think that's a big difference to guys that shoot in the off season or longer than a month before season oh yeah you know we, i mean i work also part-time in an archery shop and we always get those guys that you know it's the week before season and they just you know crack open their bow case and oh wow it needs new strings i better get to the archery store and get new strings well, <laughs> it's like they just got them in stock it's like know. hey covid's got things a little, little backed up should have played ahead up. bud yeah i got my 1975 bow here that i need new strings for Do you right. got these like, uh, yeah, I got them on the shelf over here. Nah. Four different broadheads in there, <laughs> different arrows. Yeah. Well, what uh, t- we had T bone on one time. What do you call them? Um, what do you call it? single arrows you buy? Like kind of like cigarettes. You Lucy's. 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 Yeah, Lucy's. <laughs> yeah, he's like go to old Walmart and pick a couple Lucy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he said that is. Um, I can't common. remember exactly. We talked about it at the Wisconsin show, right? Yeah. Um, I guess there's like huge money in that at Walmart because you know a lot, it's a lot of money for some people to buy a dozen arrows, which sure. I get, you know. So I guess yeah, Lucy's. But I'll, I'll be honest, I've killed deer with Walmart arrows. Oh yeah. I mean, I had them all matching. I didn't have a bunch of Lucy's, you know, in a bucket <laughs> right. and just pull them out. But <laughs> in a bucket, like a <laughs> bunch of golf balls, just picking random ones yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, dude, I've watched guys go to archery ranges 
uh, like what's the one in Andalusia at Loud Thunder, and go through. I'm sure you've seen this too, and find arrows and then continue to look for more arrows and they start shooting them and start shooting them. <laughs> hey, it is. I was like, man, is. I don't know. I'd probably leave those at like where people shoot from. So when the guy comes back, it's like, oh my arrow, you know, like they're just like, yeah, hell yeah, more arrows. I'm like. <laughs> It's only four inches shorter. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Right, shooting youth arrows with a, with a 700 spine when right. you need a 300 spine. As long as that arrow doesn't, uh, you know, still sticks out from the riser when you draw back. Hey, right. Dude, I don't know. Out. You get an arrow with a weak spine, you implode that carbon right into that, whatever that arrow, that this region is here before your thumb. Not looking or you like draw a, back and just falls off the back of your rest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah. Bad time for everyone. Your finger. <laughs> Make sure you get pictures if you do that. Internet yeah, famous oh, in no time. Can yeah. you imagine taking a carbon shaft oh, to that no. like meaty part of your hand? It just zing right through it. That's why you got to run aluminum shafts. Yeah, just aluminum bent shafts. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, just crazy, then, right? Then the carbon will stick in your hand, you know? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, idiots. it's more just a clean hole than all the shards. Yeah, it's right. better. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I think this is the main, this is the main topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently, this season, shot a deer. Yes, my very first, ar- was going to be my very first archery deer. I mean, I've, you know, grew up shotgun hunting rifles up north in northern Michigan and, uh, was it your first archery deer or first archery buck? It was both. Both. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because I, sh- I got my first buck uh, with a shotgun, and uh, it was just a small four-point, but, man, I got my heart pumping. It was my yeah. first buck. And, mm-hmm. Of course. And I proudly m- had that thing mounted on my wall, so, it's, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, That's what it's about. And then once, you know, I got, you know, the deer with a gun, it was like, all right, I'm ready for a better challenge and something that's actually going to, you know, mm-hmm. get me more involved and mm-hmm. closer to the deer and... You don't have a fucking deer running by at 30 miles an hour and trying to zing bullets at it. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) the double tap. Yeah. Right. Right. So shoot your first buck with a bow. Run us through the story. Yeah. So, um, you know, my buddy and I, we've been shooting all summer long, getting things ready. And uh, my uh, good friend uh aaron he's uh thought you forgot his name i was like man he must be really close to <laughs> yeah you. <laughs> man you know my good a, friend of mine a a ron um uh he's given me permission to hunt with him on his property and mm-hmm. you know he's got 10 acres and his neighbor allows us to hunt on his property next door so we have 20 acres mm-hmm. uh of timber and then uh so we, we pre-set up some novik stands mm-hmm. uh that august and uh october October 1st opening day for us in Michigan uh we uh across the street they were picking all the cornfields so mm-hmm. it's like all right well hopefully you know all the deer from across the street are going to get pushed on our side plus we had a south wind um which we were hoping was going to help us because they were going to be coming from the south yeah so you know we're pretty far in the timber so it don't get light till you know, eight eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Though you know, shooting legal shooting times like was it seven? So it's like yeah, you're just kind of still sitting there because you're in the timber. It's dark. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. darker. It's like my trail cam's always on night mode, even though it's daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dark, dark yeah, yeah. it's on night mode. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, it was around nine o'clock, and all of a sudden, I start hearing some sticks crunching and stuff, and I look over my shoulder, and there's three bucks right behind us mm-hmm. it was a small bachelor group and uh, i saw four corn and then all of a sudden i saw behind him was this 10 point mm-hmm. 
and then there was a spike behind it. So it was behind the way that we have our stands set up. It was behind me, but kind of to the behind my right shoulder. And then my buddy Aaron, he's set up to the left of me. Oh, you guys are like filming together? Yeah, we're filming. We're self filming together. He's got a camera on his side, and then I got a camera on my side in case it comes. Oh, so it's just kind of like whoever gets the opportunity type thing? Yeah, pretty much. So we're like, we can like. You know, if it's on his side, then I'll film him. If it's on my side, he'll film me. It's kind of a cool, cool way to hunt a small mm-hmm. parcel like that. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a fair way to do it. And this is like our first time ever filming, like self-filming or using a camera arm or anything like that. Yeah, because usually if you got that, you're you're like flipping a coin before you go out to yeah. see who's shooting or not. And that was kind of the game <laughs> plan until we get, you know, that was kind of the game plan. You know, Friday was going to be my day and Saturday was going to be his day. Right. Um, but we, you know, both took our bows out because you never know. I mean... Mm-hmm. And uh, those bucks actually ended up coming behind him, so he couldn't get turned around. So I ended up having to swing my camera over and get ready. But the four-point and the ten-point were actually sparring for a little bit, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool because I've never actually seen that. Yeah. Um, and then they started coming our direction upwind, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get a shot at this ten-point. And once I knew, like, he was going to be a shooter for me, I totally just did not pay attention to Antler because I did not want that to just Look at the me. one hair you yeah. want to put the it's hair like, into. You know, once I saw that, I was like, all right, he's the one I was going sh- to go after. Um, just look at the body. Pay attention to the body. It's kill mode right there, dude. And, you know, just make sure, you know, I got everything ready. So when the four-point came up, I ranged him where he was because I knew – the 10 point was going to follow him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, right behind him. Yep. So it was 26 yards. So I set my HHA to 26 yards. And as soon as the 10 point got behind a tree, I drew back and I was waiting. He was kind of walking along behind the four point. And as soon as he got within, you know, in my shooting lane, mm-hmm. I went to stop him. And rookie mistake, when I went to stop him, my mind told me, hey, he stopped. But I didn't wait maybe two to three seconds. So but you didn't let yourself settle. I didn't. Like I settled on him, but he He's didn't still moving. stop. He was He's still, still moving. moving. Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't wait that two extra seconds to, mm-hmm. for him gotcha. to get, you the, know, del- like, get the delay. To- you're like, Meh. that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. I said, Meh. and then all the <laughs> shot. And then I, sh- I squeezed through it. Hey, it happens. Trust and me. my height was great, but I shot him far back, uh, um, right in front of the 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 hip. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was he was just quartering away, mm-hmm. so he ran. He mule kicked. He ran up the ridge and kind of stopped on the ridge. So then I grabbed my binos out and I was looking through my binos and I could just see blood, red bright blood, just pouring out of his side. Good oh, side. really? Good, good. And yeah. I was, you know, I was using the slick trick raptor tricks, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's just kind of standing there and he looks kind of. Wobbly, kind sick, of, kind of wobbly, um, but with those three, with, with those two other bucks, he they kept pushing him. Mm. So like he, like I feel like if they weren't there, he would have probably just kind of laid down there, laid down or whatever. But then they just kind of walked off, and then we're like, okay, well, it was kind of a. I re looked at the footage to kind of see if I could see where the arrow was, even though I could see it mm-hmm. and see like his reaction. I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of far back. So while I was in the stand, I pulled up DeerCast and went to the deer tracker, just, you know, kind of point 
outward yeah. shot. It's a good tool for shit like that, man. Oh, dude, it was... It's pretty awesome. Yeah. As soon as you said far back, I was like, okay. And I watched the videos, and, you know, I'm like, all right, Aaron, let's let's give it a little bit. So we waited about 45 minutes. We went to where I shot him at. We didn't see blood till he was up on the ridge when I saw him. Because this is morning, right? Yeah, this was uh, 9.15 in the morning. Yeah, okay. So first thing in the morning... So we found and, blood where he stopped, right? Yeah, we found blood where he stopped, where I actually visualized all the blood pouring out of his side. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's then, good you got that much blood that far back. I mean, And it was a good radius blood. I mean, it was probably four to four to six inch radius of blood. Yeah, on the ground. On the ground. Yeah. And it was just kind of you know spread out. So I was like, you know what? I said, let's back out. Let's go back to the house. Sounds like an artery to me if you're back that far. But That's right. what I was kind of thinking, especially deer trek. Like Mark and Terry, like on the videos, were saying it was like the femoral artery. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, okay, well, with it being bright red, there was no dark. There was no guts. So I was like, okay, well, just on the safe side, let's go back to the house, grab a bite to eat, just kind of collect our thoughts, go over footage, and just kind of go through deer track and see what other kind of advice they might have. Mm-hmm. So we actually gave him probably another two hours so about twelve thirty, we went back out continued down the trail started where we found that blood because i marked it on onyx and then uh, we went another 50 to 75 yards and the blood was starting to get a little less mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i'm like i've never called dogs before neither has aaron but there was a guy in our county that uh was had one certified dog and one trainee dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had, didn't really have a set price, but, you know, he was still in training with one of the dogs. So we called him up, and uh, he's like, all right, I'll be there in about a half hour and a half. You mm-hmm. know, give it a, nut, a little bit longer. Yeah. Right. So we backed out, but we took a different trail. That way we didn't contaminate Smart. You know, the, yeah. the trail for the dogs. So when he showed up, he got both dogs out, and... Uh, we you know we met the dogs and that stuff, and told us about how, you know, what his plan was. Wow! Don't you hate when we interrupt? <laughs> God, we suck because <laughs> we never do it. <laughs> Sucks when it's our show and we have to interrupt it, don't it? Uh, the podcast. We, should, uh, we play a guessing game of who's taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> We're human beings, man. Yeah, we went over this before. Uh, we better get through these because they're getting tired of us. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Thermoseat. Uh, right now, tree stands are hot. You know, it's a thing. People are using them. Got to be in them. Uh, uh, if your seat craps out, you need a replacement, or you just want to upgrade in general, Thermoseat yep. has uh, like several options for you. Um, you can do the traditional series and a couple different thicknesses. You can get your own logo. You can put your name printed on them. We have working class bow hunter ones, which on the website. I heard a rumor adds ten percent to your luck. Oh, it does. Success rate goes up by ten percent. Ten percent. I done the study. If that's the case, I better Stats. take it out of my truck. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe you should have. <laughs> I want to put it on there. Uh, code WCTS is the code for Thermoseat, thermoseat.com. Uh, a true American company. Mer- American made. Support it. Another American made company, HHA Sports. That's right. Uh, we have a code for you, WCB15, HHASports.com. And if you need a drop away rest, a stabilizer setup, a new site, uh, if you're worried about the mul- uh, single pin, they make heads with multiple pin sites on them. So, and it's all backed by a lifetime warranty, and they support our veterans. Let's just say they have everything. They got your back. I mean, I don't know they what else everything. you want. 
I mean, they can't kill the deer for you, but <laughs> it's, it's looking good, pretty good for the HHA home <laughs> hey, team. That's another, that's another 10 percent if you got an HHA. I mean, if your odds go up twenty percent, oh well, shit. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, it works out. This will probably up at another ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Victory archery. Oh no. yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the thing that hits the animal. Hits it hard. You know, rip TKOs over here like a ton of bricks. And RIP. I, I think. Um, when you trust your arrow setup, that's confidence in your brain for being successful. Yeah, really. Right. If you can factor out one thing, and that one thing is equipment or one more piece of equipment of not being something of fault in your hunt, it's a beautiful feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have a code for victory. We apologize. But we think if you are not shooting victory, you should check check them out, of course, um, and see if you like them. We like them. I'm shooting the RIP TKOs. Same. Love them. I'm shooting the extortions. Garrity shooting victory? I am. I'm shooting the VAP TKOs. VAP TKOs. All good arrows. They have something for everyone. Go to their website, and you can pretty much check out the chart and see what's right for you, and then hopefully you like them. Uh, Victory arrows. And also, Huntworth gear. Um, We are rocking. I'm rocking Distortion, Huntworth camo. Um, I've been loving all my Huntworth stuff. It's performed great. Uh, Quality-wise, it's awesome, and it's affordable. Uh, I know for a fact, Farm and Fleet, if you're like around our area, yep. has Huntworth camo. And or Fleet and Farm. Or Fleet and Farm, maybe. You're, you're wearing t- the Tarnan camo, aren't yeah. you, Doug? Big fan. What are you rocking? Tarnan or Distortion? Distortion. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I'm a Tarnan yeah. boy. I've been wearing the lightweight stuff. It's real nice to these, on these hot days. I've been wearing that uh, that hoodie with the face mask built Dude, in on it. I, I love that. I've been wearing it with no shirt on underneath it. I know. <laughs> it, I heard you on uh, the on fall podcast. The fall. Yeah. I, yeah. We talk a lot on the fall podcast. Shout out to Aaron Blisey. Uh We talked a lot about gear and, yep. and all that. And we kind of went into more detail on Huntworth clothing. And I was talking about that hoodie uh, that I'm in love with. I didn't think I'd like it that much, but I, I really do like it. I kind of forgot about it because I just grabbed all my lightweight stuff thinking, hey, it's hot out, you know? Yeah, I've, we're getting ready. I'm like, where's your... I'm just grabbing shit. I almost <laughs> always wear that hoodie, even if it's warm, just because I love like the functionality of it. I just love the face mask. Part. Do you just have your chest pubes hanging out? Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I got a tattooed chest, so it's kind of like camouflage, so I don't got to worry about... I do not, so I got to... You know what I realized, too? Having tattooed hands uh, makes it to where you don't need to wear gloves. I'm like, these boys tatted then. You know what I mean? I feel like when I before I had tattooed hands, I felt like I, my white-ass hands... Or like glowing, like glow sticks. You think I'm worth pay for me to get the design tattooed on my hand? I'd rock a distortion tattoo if they funded it. <laughs> we come back next week and Doug's <laughs> hands are just blasted. Just, just his hands? <laughs> my whole body. Just his hands and neck. Just things that <laughs> in face that could stick out. It's not to wear a face mask anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure Huntworth loves that plug. Well, there you go. And one more before we go back. Uh, Hunter's Box Club. Um, we've been helping out with Hunter's Box. It's a monthly subscription box. It's $20 a month. Every month, there's a T-shirt and a one or two bonus items in it. Yep. Uh, we think it's a really great value for 20 bucks a month. Um, if you are not signed up, I'd probably get signed up. We got some stuff coming. Uh, we're doing another working class bow hunter special T-shirt box coming down the line. I'm not going to say what it is just yet, but just trust me, it's going to be dope. I don't even know what it is. I know. Only I know. Wow. <laughs> Only I know. I'm just saying it's going to be sick. <laughs> Gee dang. It's going to be real sick. So uh, it's 20 bucks a month. Get signed up. And also, if you have a product that would like to be in the box, or if you're interested in getting something in the box. What's in the box? Email us. Contact us. And mm-hmm. we could probably make that happen for you. Uh, Hunter's Box Club. Check it out. And we'll put a link in the description for sign up for a free box. You just pay shipping. You get a free box. Bingo. Who doesn't like free shit? I don't know. Back to the episode. Thanks for being here. So we... Took the dogs to where I sh- first shot the deer, 
uh, at the point of impact. Mm -hmm. And man, I believe in those dogs. I believe in dog tracking after seeing that. Do they get on it right away? As soon as they got on that, even where I hit it, there was no fur, no blood. But they knew from the scent that that was the deer. Because with them three bucks, he was wanting to make sure those dogs followed that deer scent. Right. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, picking up the, the other one, the four point or the spike. And because those when those three bucks went up the ridge, they kind of split, mm -hmm. but they stayed in the same area. Right. Um, and that <clears throat> those dogs, man, they just followed the exact path of that blood. Mm -hmm. And we just kept going. And the the trail that we were following, we had permission from the, the neighbors to track these deer. Um, they let you on. Yeah. Yeah. We called them up. We're like, hey. You know, we shot a we shot a buck. Um, we're just making sure, you know, is it yeah. all right if we, you know, track this deer? Be doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, that right. was my first thing. Was you know, I don't want to, you know, trespass anything like that. Piss the neighbors off. Oh, exactly. You know, and yeah, because then it just turns into a problem from there. Because if you're hunting there, yeah, it's yeah, not good. You better being on board with your neighbors than than causing problems for sure. Yeah, smart for move. Sure. And uh, do, you, do you know in Michigan, like I think in you, Iowa, it don't. You, it doesn't matter. You can pursue the animal without a whip, without a weapon. Without a weapon, with the, like with anything, dogs or no dogs. I don't know about the whole dog thing dogs because they just passed it this year. this year, last year. So I don't know. I don't know a lot about the whole dog thing. But yeah. if you have a blood trail, you can pursue the animal. I think Illinois doesn't allow. If the neighbor says no, you can't go, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I think you have to have landowner permission. That's how I understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I if, mean, I mean, even in Iowa, if they say no, y you can go. Yeah, right. Well, that's ethical. Right, right. I mean, it, I can see where. See both sides. I can see both there. sides of it to a point because if you got a shithead that just wants to go over there and screw up your hunting and says, "Ah, oh, you know what I mean," right, like, right. But I, the ethical thing to do in an honest situation, yes, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's like, and I the do animal. the right thing. I always call yeah, the landowner and be like, "Hey, to. I'm call, I'm going to go over there. I shot a deer and and." 100% of the time. Like, yeah, I've, yeah, never, hey, I've not heard a no yet. Well, because right. last thing you want to do is get up on someone's trail camera and then get a picture of them. Then you're on Facebook. This motherfucker's trespassing. Yeah, and then anyone like, oh, know this, this guy? Yeah, anyone yeah. know this asshole? And you're wearing all WCV gear. Yeah, it's just me. It's just waving yeah. the camera. You're on whatever county you live in, yeah. outdoor page. And whatever. Yeah. Look at this turd. Working Poacher. class bowhunter logo. Those guys that, sold out. That's like a rifle to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those guys sold out. The jury's bottom. They double are, barrel crossbow. Yeah, double barrel crossbow in a ghillie suit. Selling out. <laughs> what do you do? Blue collar, my ass. <laughs> Sorry, Garrett. I, I took <laughs> that off the rails. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. <laughs> Went on a rant. <laughs> Went on a rant there. You know, I'm, I'm touched. A little bit I'm touched. <laughs> I'm you know? sold. It's it's hard to cope after we sold out. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do hey, you do? man, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Dude, that's, that's what right. I'm saying. It's that's like, right. you want to be on DeerCast? Who doesn't? Let me on, you know? <laughs> right. So it's tough out here, you know? Um, so you're a smart man. And you did the right thing by calling the neighbors. This is the moral of that complete derailing of this podcast. <laughs> complete soup sandwich there. <laughs> yeah, so sorry about the soup sandwich. No, man, we're still oh. on track. So they're like, cool, go ahead. Yep, cool, go ahead. And we, you know, my buddy Aaron, since he's lived there all his life, he's already kind of had permission, but we at least wanted to touch base with the neighbors. Saying, Smart. Hey, yeah. you know. We're going to be over there. If you can see know. anybody, you know, it's going to be us if that's okay. Plus he's got a hot daughter right about your age. So that helps too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. I just guessed. Doug's trying just to dating a dog guide. 
Doug's, <laughs> Doug's trying to move in. <laughs> Doug's like, yeah, I actually know her. <laughs> so that helps. Take yeah, her, her on a duck hunt once. Mission ain't bad. Hey. So they they were did they say hey let me let us come with you or they just no, like do your thing they, they said go ahead you know have your thing um, cool have any issues just let us know uh, so we were following you know the blood trail and uh, the the actual the guy who we called for the dogs he actually works with Michigan DNR mm. so he's also he like he works with them he's mm. not actually employed by him but he works with them so right. like he knows you know the ins and outs yeah. right in michigan you do have to have landowner permission to pursue a deer if they you know go yeah. to another person's property mm-hmm. um so you know we just want to make sure you know all of our eyes were dotted and all of our t's were crossed for sure yeah, yeah you have to and uh so we were just following the trail and we got to a point where we actually found where it was bedded down like there was you it died right there we knew it pile and, of blood yeah it was a pile of blood there was a little bit of guts but there was also some liver in there too mm-hmm. that we were seeing and it was all bright red but then we saw drag marks from where it was we're like okay well maybe it you know got bumped and kind of tried, went, tried yeah. to scurry tried to scurry on and then we saw tire tracks oh boy and I'm like, oh no, oh boy, this is not something I want to see. Mm-hmm. So, and my buddy Aaron says, you know, he's had problems with a certain neighbor, uh, you know, trespassing, you know, saying he's shooting deer or he shot deer and trespassed, and you know, to go fetch it. And he was actually banned from our DNR on the neighbor's property that we had our stands on Mm -hmm. the next door neighbor oh yeah so part of the 20 acres you know he was actually banned because they found him shooting crossbows in the yard and stuff right um so that guy only has permission in this one section Mm -hmm. um so we're you know calling around so the other neighbors hey you know was were you out hunting was you know your husband out hunting this morning did he get a deer Everyone's like, no, you know, he's at work. You know, he wasn't out there. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, I guess, you know, we'll keep looking, see if we see anything else. And then all of a sudden, two younger guys come marching down like they were going to go for an afternoon hunt. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we ask them like, hey, did you, you know, get a deer or see a deer? And they're like, yeah, we shot, you know, we shot a 10 point and all that stuff. And he showed me the picture. I was like really i said where did it come from he goes you know he pointed in the direction you know from our property and he goes and i was like yeah that's the one i shot Mm -hmm. he's like well i didn't see no blood you know i didn't see no arrow or nothing he says i shot it and uh you know and the dog tracker was like well did you when you shot it did you follow blood he's like no i didn't follow i didn't see no blood i didn't follow blood i just saw it you know uh lay down pile up 10, 15 yards from where I shot it. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I said, well, where did you shoot it? He goes, oh, I hit, I hit, uh, broadside. It was liver and, uh, or no, it was lung and guts. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, um, I don't think guts is on the other side of liver. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's broadside. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of... Kind of blade you shooting there. <laughs> I, mean, right. I, mean, I mean, did it, like, turn sideways or <laughs> slap in the air? You torpedo it? Or? Yeah. How old are the guys are we talking? Like, how old are they? Like, 24. Okay. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And, 
he's like, yeah. I said, well, and the DNR guy, the, the tracker guy was like, hey, um, you know, that was his deer. And, you know, they're, it, we, you can follow all the blood from the property. We even have, you know, ribbons. That way we could backtrack in case maybe the dog got off the off the right, path right. we could bring him on and have him continue on. And he goes, no, I believe you. But yeah, he's just like, you know, I shot it and we, we I backed my truck up. We loaded it up and it's already at the butcher shop. No kidding. I was like, really? I said, so where's my arrow? Well, we didn't see no arrow or whatever. And his story kept changing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like. So where did? Okay, you know he's lying out of his ass. Well, yeah, he's like making shit up as he's going. So uh, keep going. Sorry, I I got a couple questions. No, you're good. Um, but and all I have all this on like my GoPro because I got my GoPro uh, mounted to my backpack. Mm -hmm. You know, just because I wanted to, you know, video document it, document all the recovery for sure. And then this happens, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna leave this rolling because I want to see what's going on. Well, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. You're not shutting that off. Yeah. And, uh, and then he goes, well, and then he, then he says, well, then I seen, you know, uh, when we got the deer back up to the garage that, you know, we saw, saw a wound. Um, but then he was like, but I didn't see no blood on that side when we picked it up. I'm like, really? I said, cause I got all this on footage. And I said, I, you know, clearly looked through my binos and dude, there was blood pouring out of the left left side. And even at the bedded spot where like it had died. Mm Mm-hmm. All the blood was on the left side of where that deer was bedded. Mm-hmm. Like you could see, like where, like the front legs were laying because of the imprints in the dirt, and then the pile of like the the area of the blood was all on the left side of the body. Right. Yeah. But there was none on the right side. I'm not saying you know it couldn't you know slate on the left side or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for him to say that you know he shot it and didn't see any blood after his arrow and then just watched it ten to fifteen yards. Yeah. You know, from where he shot it. And then, like, he took us, like, where he shot it to what, like, his stand was. And his stand's, like, on the border, like, on the actual property line. On on your side? On his side, but shooting onto the other neighbor's property. Gotcha. Okay. But we had permission on that uh, north property Mm -hmm. that he's on the line of to track that deer. Hmm. So he didn't get no permission, no nothing. He went over there. They backed their truck in, loaded it up, and pulled out. Oh, I gotcha. Did, like a trespass to get the, yeah. the yeah, dot. They, yeah, they trespassed to get over there Yeah, and drove onto other people's property into the woods. So where his stand was, could he have seen that deer go down? Oh, yeah. You could have seen it go yeah, down. Do you, do you think he even shot it? Honestly, I don't think so. And He probably just seen the deer come out and then... Cause, cause in my eyes, I'm, I'm thinking two different ways on it. I'm thinking yeah. he is a guy who doesn't care about killing himself. He just wants meat and looks over and is like, "There's a dead deer right there," and went in and got it. Or he shot, basically poached, because it's trespassing. He shot onto the neighbors on a deer or saw it laying and shot it, yeah, and then decided to take it upon himself to just go get it. Yeah, because he said he shot it and he saw it go down. See, the way I'm thinking is right, like right. he's seen the deer come out, go down. Stagger, you know, do the whole yeah, or death just, kick and then... Or he just saw the carcass of the buck laying. Right. You know? And, but what sucks about it is just like just being dishonest. Right. You know, no matter fu- what, that's the bottom line. Don't be a fucking dick bag. Yeah, it's, don't be a dick bag. It, did you ask him, like, hey, did you get? Did you take a picture with the buck or anything like that? Yeah, he showed me pictures. Like, here's, like, before he took us to where he said he shot it at, like, he showed me pictures on his phone of, like, the deer. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's the deer that, you know, I shot, like, 
you know, was over there. And he goes, oh, yeah. He says, well, and the, the dog tracker's like, well, hey, you know, he's like, legally, yeah, you know, whoever tags it first, it's their deer. What? But ethically, he says, you need to call around if you see, you know, it down or someone else. Right, right. definitely. To say, hey, did you shoot a deer? It's right here. For or, sure. you know. Well, um, well, well, well. I'm under, I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Where he grabbed the deer from, he did not have permission to go on that he ground. He did not have So permission. he trespassed to get it. Yes, it was on someone else's property that we had permission, permission. that we actually had called. Ah, God's yucky. Ugh, I don't like the that. the didn't say anything about No, because we, uh, the the guy that was doing the dog tracking, he's like, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, trespass on here, but he's not DNR, so he can't do anything. He's only right. a witness. Right, right. Um, But... Uh, so we went back to the house after the whole shabiel and cause the guy was like, the, the guy that took the deer was like, Oh yeah. He's like, you know, I'm sorry. I can't give it to you. It's already at the butcher, butcher shop and I'm going to have it mounted like straight ah, to my face. It's like, yeah, I'm going to have it mounted. shady. I don't like that. How shit. could you look, how could you look at a deer that you didn't even shoot? How could you look a fucking guy in the eye and tell him yeah. that? Telling his kid. And then one day I was walking through the woods and I stumbled upon that buck right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, what? you killed it? I, seen I him found go, it. I, yeah. see, I seen him go down, but I didn't yeah. shoot him. That's yucky, dude. It's, it's it's That's a problem, I think, with most of it, and just people in general. Like, hunters are not, just people. They just fucking suck ass sometimes. And not only, you know, <laughs> and I, hate, I, I wanted to cry. Like, after the shot and I knew how far back it was, dude, I was sick to my stomach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, man. You know, because I was like, I want to find this deer. You know, the last thing yeah. I want to do is a wounded deer, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I can't eat, you know, I'm shaking and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sick about it. I just want to, you know, find this deer. Yeah, man. Hey, we all know how that goes. We've, yeah. been, we've, we've all, all been, been there. there. Yep. All been there. I'm like, man. So, and then even after that, like knowing that I'm like, yeah, okay. Part of me knows, okay. It's not out there wounded, but man, does it kill me that, you know, somebody illegally went over there and, you know, took my like first well deer. and that's a shitty thing because like you're going in it you take a break you say hey we're gonna give this deer some time yeah, yeah you, you're trying to go about all right go yeah. about yeah. it right things, and then you, sure. you get to that spot where you think he's dead and you see the drag marks and the tire marks and like you would never expect that in a million years yeah yeah that's, ever yeah you never think when you like if you let it give a deer some time yeah it's the last thing to think about that so. you're gonna go back and, and be like i never be like hey i think someone's gonna steal that deer i should go out right yeah now. so we need to go now right i mean the worst you're thinking yeah. is okay if it's you know if it laid down you know coyotes right, right. Yeah, yeah definitely. that's the only thing that usually is on the back of your mind the good yeah. thing is coyotes start on the ass right right yeah. you, nine times out of ten hey so it's like if you're gonna lose <laughs> a little if you're gonna lose a little meat it's on the back end and you're not going to lose like you know what i mean they're going to the good part of the deer. hopefully not they're like yeah backstrap just eat out your backstraps and <laughs> you're like but you know what i mean like that's yeah worst case scenario of a bunch of coyotes like you had a buck hap like you let a buck uh, for, yeah the one i actually mine was only laying for what two hours not yeah, even that your big half. one your yeah, 170 big one yeah. and they went for uh the exit wound oh <laughs> uh, that makes sense another access hole i guess to get the whole into. rib cage was eaten out by the that time we pretty, got there yeah that was, that was pretty insane too it was only because i yeah, I probably, thought yeah. it made a worse shot than I did. And that but was I middle, actually smoked it middle of the day because you shot that in the morning. Yeah. So, oh, you just thought you made? You, I just you thought just, it, I thought it was further back than it was. To be honest, you're just being safe. Then. I was just being safe, and then I had to go get Eric, and then we found it what 100 yards from my stand. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't see it go down. Yeah, but it was it was like sh like one whole side was shredded. Dude, up. it was 
It's pretty bad. Yeah, I still got the video somewhere, but the whole the whole rib cage is open. I remember up. we were, we're tracking it. I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw a coyote, and I was like, we well. seen a coyote run down like, into the bottom. Well, he's got to be right around here, and then there he was. See, okay, yeah, concern. But I wasn't mad about. I mean, yeah. tore it up a little bit, but I mean, it, it, it's a concern, but it's not a concern of like someone's going to steal it. Right. Yeah, I wasn't right. worried about that. Not so, at all. So, did you did you call the DNR? Well, what we did was. Because uh, the guy told us, he's like, yeah, I, I took it to so-and-so taxidermist and meat processor. I'm like, okay, well, who he said is in Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's against the law in Michigan to take, even in Indiana. To cross state line with the cross, brain. To cross state line, even with a full deer. Mm. Like, it's got to be quartered up. Because chronic wasting yeah, and all the shit. Yeah, a lot of it is that they don't want the brain. The brain. Exactly. Usually you got to have the brain out to take a cross state yeah. line. Yeah. Skull cap the or whatever they, yep. you know. Yeah. Um, so our meat processor in Michigan actually called up because um, there was two different uh, meat processors or taxidermists that have the same name, but they're not, you know, they're not together. Mm-hmm. Right. So he called the first place and they're like, no, we didn't even accept any deer today because, you know, we're not even in town. Okay. So that leaves one place and that's in Indiana. So that's when our meat processor actually called DNR and told them. And then last we knew, you know, they were sending a DNR officer straight over there to see what was going on. Um, and then we haven't heard anything back yet because I know it's a pretty lump sum for, you know, a, a meat processor slash taxidermist or whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, it's probably $3,000 or more. And fines or and something? fines. Yeah. For the processor and for the hunter. No. Take it over state lines. And in Indiana, you actually have to register your... your your harvest so if it's from michigan you clearly that deer wasn't even going to get reg- registered because it wasn't taken in how, indiana how do you report a kill in michigan you don't you don't report it at all no nope. if you process it yourself you don't have to but if you take it to a meat processor what? They, they do yes wonder why there's That's no deer crazy. in michigan yeah <laughs> i know i know oh, michigan yeah. listen hey listen all the know. hate fuck you guys yeah how do they know, uh, but no i'm not well, gets killed no like, I, that's exactly the problem with michigan you know is you, so do you do like a harvest survey at the end of the year that's they, gotta happen yes dnr does send a survey at the end of the year you know yeah exactly Quote, survey it, yeah yeah i shot a fucking monster but if you take it to him <laughs> i'm a killer notes on the shit but no but like with 180 a, again with a situation like that there's so many shit bags out there they're like yeah they shoot a deer oh, put a tag on like they go back to the place be like hey i lost my tag can i get a reprint well that's that was my issue like in illinois you report your harvest right, right like you right. do the you have reached the illinois deer and turkey harvest hotline I, oh, I know we ain't got a hotline. Uh, no, we, we got, got, we got, got an app. We have an app for that. And that's, like, and that's like Wisconsin. Oh, you have an app? We have an app. Iowa has an app. You well, just I think we in. can do it online. But Yeah, um, we can do it online. This is our... Nah, we got an app. We have an app. I was... It's a 10-minute phone call. How many bobcats did Ours you see? How many wild hogs did you see? Yeah. Ours, Ours is literally is, uh, what, three seconds. Here's your number. I had to make You're sure done. my phone wasn't... like Everyone's hitting me up like I did something wrong. I thought I was like, what's going on? All right, you want me to show you? I have it saved in. Yeah, I do too. Deer check-in yep. is what I call it. What the hell is that? But yeah, no, actually, Michigan. Oh, right here, DNR. And you can buy your tags. You can do everything on there. Thank you for calling the Illinois Department of Natural Resources Deer and Turkey Harvest Hotline hmm? to report Harvest. a new there harvest. Press 1. You retrieve the confirmation number from a previously See? reported harvest. That's a great number. I'd like to report a good-looking mustache. See, look, <laughs> you, can, you can do your harvest registration. You can do everything right there. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Same, same difference as calling them in, but... 
Illinois, once they moved to that, and it used to be deer check-in stations, mm-hmm. and that was when, I mean, when did they end that, Todd? Oh, man, probably, shoot, eight or, eight or so years ago, maybe? Oh, more than that. You think so? More than 10, I think they 12? ended it in, oh, no, longer than that, man. Because the, uh, the old gas station over there in, in New Windsor here was, was one of the check-in places. Right that, here? Oh, yeah. There's some old guys that worked in there, and they'd always have grease running down their hands and stuff, and they wouldn't even come out and look at the deer. They'd be like, what'd you get? <laughs> really? Like, yeah. So, Here's your metal tag. Go see, wrap it ever around. since I started hunting, I was always had a hotline that you I've just ne- call. Yeah, I've never reported a yeah. deer in yeah. person. It's been a while, though. I thought it would have been like, oh, four, oh, five it ended. No, it would have been, yeah, it would have been right in there because... My dad killed the Geyer buck in 04, and it had the different tags on it then. I think like 04, 05, or 06 it ended. You're probably right, because I remember uh, Blackhawk State Park was like the check-in spot for firearm season, and people would just go hang out to see the deer that were yeah, coming. Yeah, it was like a parade. It was a thing. It's just, yeah. like, it's just doing it like a bar. Yeah. Like people are out tailgating. Oh, hell Pretty yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think that's awesome, man. Heck yeah. So, oh, yeah. So Michigan never had – oh, maybe they had in the past. Yeah, but, and you know – all the main highways, like from northern Michigan all the way down, like they'd have deer check-in, like rest area, like at, like deer check-in areas for like you know like a rest area style to where like you they would check deer, you know, to make sure you know you weren't going out of state or gotcha, yeah. anything mm. like that. But physically, you know, there was no number to call in. You just had to make sure that you kept your tag with you mm-hmm. if you you know had it mounted or something. That way, you could you know yeah, link it sure. together. So if you were driving down the road, you killed a buck, and you were going to go take it home to clean it yourself, process it yourself, and there's no tag on it, and they pull you over, and they say, yes, you know, that, what's going on? Yeah, you okay is, or no? No, you're not okay. Okay, you have, so you're supposed to tag yeah, it. you're supposed to tag it as soon as you get to the deer, um, you know, because, you know, DNR. Before you move it, yeah. Yeah, yeah before, you, before you move it. Yeah. and uh, Which is about, like, every state, really. Yeah, right. yeah right. and then that's, you know, for turkey and everything else. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're, you're supposed to, you know, tag your harvest right then and there. For sure. That way, you you know, you're legal. Um, Isn't that bizarre, though? Like, every state has different laws where... Well, that's why it's... I mean, that's why if you hunt out of state, it's hard to keep track of everything. Mm-hmm. Like Right. And, and you know, I, I will never be pissed at somebody for making, like an honest mistake you know if you're like yeah. listen i fucked up i should have read this like that stuff happens but to like just shoot a deer without a tag it's like oh, come, <laughs> come on, on bro you knew you didn't have a tag that's yeah you, didn't know you, you needed you one in this yeah. state <laughs> yeah i didn't like yeah hey, we don't do tags we're not in florida you know <laughs> right. michigan doesn't actually do tags it's not what we do yeah, and then like <laughs> this year like they they're, they're actually doing their um new for 2021 that like it's now voluntarily you can uh damn it <laughs> oh, party foul over there. Must be a liberal beer. It just exploded for no reason. You had a full one right there. It was offended. I'm drinking two at the same time, Doug. Can I can I have two beers? No. You gotta tag it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you report it? <laughs> Chris Brackett says we can't say fucking hang and bang online, apparently. Did you see that? You missed it. Yeah. I had a listener send me a uh a screenshot of his messages and it said uh when you go hunting, don't say smoked them. Don't say hang and bang. Don't. But I was like, dude, you made your living off saying booyah, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Kadoosh. let people just hunt how they want to hunt, bro. You're the last dude that needs to tell anybody anything. But let me drink my two beers. Moral of the story, Doug. <laughs> just drink hey, you're on the clock. Yeah, you I, just, drink. I, just checking you I don't think Chris would drink beer because he's a good Christian man, okay? But <laughs> don't judge me. I'm having a good time. I got that holy water, brother. <laughs> uh- <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Back to Garrett. <laughs> Timestamp that. You're trying to make a point, man, and we just... No, man. I, we just shit on it. I fucked it up with the beer. Yeah, we're making fun of Michigan. Hey, me too. So if you shot a buck... And like drove it back to your house, no one caught you. You just you can go out and shoot another one. Technically, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I, 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 this year they're actually starting to do, I guess, voluntarily registering your deer online to kind of. I think oh. they're gonna want to go to this system. Yeah. Um. So they're kind of trying ways to test in the waters of like what, which, what are the best ways to. I'd be curious to talk to like a Michigan official to see like what's like what you know what i mean like what's going on if there's plans for and it's not just michigan just any state like how far ahead are they thinking right and like in general yeah i mean just like you know you're trying to think okay are you thinking three years five years like what kind of a you know what's the, what's the um you, you shot a doe with your bow then with like I, a tag no i've not even sh- shot that so, was my first deer in general shoot that's what bugs me about this situation so much like it, it would be different if the guy was just like Hey man, I I saw it. It was wounded. And I shot it to finish it, and I'm sorry. I already have it at the butcher, man. Um, like be fucking honest about right, it. Right. If, if that's what happened, or even if he wanted to paint it that way, then you kind of be like, okay, I, I you know I get it a little bit. Yeah. Back in the the shotgun days, it was whoever you know took the final shot. So yeah, it would be like almost that situation. So if, if it happened that way, I can kind of see. You know, I can kind of see a little bit. Like you know, there's justification there. It sucks that. You're hunting smaller parcels, yeah. and there's more of a chance for a situation like this to occur, and that kind of just ends up in a conflict because you think he was being dishonest because how he worded it all to you guys was just not accurate. It wasn't consistent. He was shady about it. It sounds like, and then to add, but it died you know, on the property he couldn't hunt. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. It fell. Yeah. On the property he trespassed. That, yeah. Well, and to add to that too, like this is your first year with archery and first buck. Like, this is a special deer to you. It's not just... Well, not your first buck ever, but first buck with a bow. Yeah, with first, a bow. Yeah, yeah with yeah, archery, yeah. yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, What's that means yeah. something to him where, like, if it was, like, your 100th buck you shot, you could have been like, okay, you might have felt a still little sucks. bit different. Yeah, yeah. This, this, guy still sucks. this guy sucks, but whatever. And, uh, you know... I don't know, not me. I'd still want to rip his esophagus out no matter what I think, honestly. Dude, if I shot a buck said, and I get over there and I knew the neighbor took it, I'd be like, you ain't fucking going nowhere. I'm calling the DNR until they get here, and if you try to leave, I'm choking you. Yeah, and then, but there was no. Obviously, he had taken it to the butcher shop. And right, I know, I know. But yeah, no, I get exactly what you were saying because you know if he still had it, there, you know, we would have done more. Right, right then and there. But you know, him. How, how far is Indiana from you guys that he could just get get it to Indiana? Probably a half hour. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's in that time frame then. But you know, I shot it at nine fifty. So you're like gateway Damn, drunk, so, Michigan. So that, that buck died. Yeah. Yeah. No, like he, we're. We're we're too close to Chicago. That's the you know we're yeah. we're into Michigan. You know, out of you know twelve miles. You You're know. in the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, so are we? <laughs> yeah, 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 we're too close. We got three hours. Yeah. We're too close. You're suburbs of Chicago. You're three hours. Away. Okay, so I, that just gives people a reference. So so to him to get to Indiana, Indiana wasn't that far, but still took the the you know, trespass and then took the carcass illegally across state lines. Now may have may have you know went differently if we didn't wait those hours when yeah. we backed out because yeah. you know. But you did the smart thing. You're That's trying what, to do the right thing. You know, yeah. being around hunting all my life and all that stuff. I've always you know listening to you guys. You know, watching Drewery's, watching you know Waddell, all them guys. Yeah. You know, even Carbon TV. Everybody. You know, they when they think they made a bad shot or you know they kind of know you know back out. Don't mm-hmm. don't bump the deer because obviously you know. Yeah. You could bump it on a property, you know, that you can't. You're trying to avoid this situation. Right. 
And, you know, to even add more salt to the wound, you know, a couple hours later, the the neighbor that we had permission on that he trespassed on came to our house because came to my buddy's house and we took him back to where everything was. And then on the way back up, up the driveway, it was a two track driveway through the woods where they actually took to go get that deer. I found my arrow broken off in the driveway. Really? You gotta be shitting me. Dude, and they said they didn't even see my arrow. And this arrow was wiped clean. Hey, I think we gotta make a drive to Michigan. We need a hitman that works for working class. Just hire a guy. Hey, I know a guy. Easy. Do you know a guy? I know a guy. Is he buff? Or all Both of you. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Is his name Jeremy Beck? One of them. <laughs> There's two what? guys. There's two guys. Okay. I want to ask the other guy's name. That way his ship goes down. Yeah. They're not just calling Jeremy. Okay. Jer- Jeremy wouldn't arm wrestle me. He goes by many names. After the shoot. Because he'd kill you, dude. No, he was afraid that, you know, he said, you know, if somebody smaller than you, you know, asked to arm wrestle, don't do it. He says, because you never know what they, what they're What they're packing. What's, what's happening. Yeah. He's I, not doing much arm wrestling then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, no. I think he was scared, you know, five foot four coming after him, I guess. Dude, if I re- arm wrestled Jeremy, he'd probably just like somehow just rip me in half. He'd throw you through the wall. Oh, I tried like, to draw his bow, man. You don't want to arm wrestle a guy if you don't want to pull I, his I feel bow. like he would just calmly put me down like a baby to sleep. <laughs> like a baby to sleep. <laughs> he, he, he beats you in arm wrestling like, and then you black out. Why is a beard? Just, it's okay. As your Let's arm go goes sleep. down, your head goes down, it's he okay. just grabs your go head and sets it's, it down. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He'd rip my T-Rex arms off with his pinky. Oh, dude. That his guy's pinky, a mondo. His pinky toe. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know what bow he shoots. It's I, a Matthew something yeah. insane. I about lost an arm trying to pull that thing back. He puts, I think he like puts new, it's so like just nuts wrapped out. Have you ever met Jeremy, Todd? Not yet. He's a mondo. Oh, he's just, a giant human being. Yeah. The, the, we'd, we'd, we'd have to point him out to you. Yeah. Yeah, we, that's him. His bow is like so race car built that it like explodes like once in, every year and a half, it seems like. I don't know how many sets of limbs. I tried drawing it back and I heard every ligament in my shoulder cracking and I let up. It's the only bow that I never, like, I felt like I could draw it back, but I feel like I would have hurt something. Yeah. It's the only bow I've never, a compound that I haven't just like forced through to pull back. Like I got to it. I'm like, Mm-mm, not, no, no, no. not for me. Not for me. And his draw length is like what? 31 30, or something. Yeah, 32. 38 and a half. I'm not pulling <laughs> through that. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's not a good time. Um, and I had everyone, Austin Chandler pulled it back. Yeah, but he's got long draw length. Austin. Yeah, he's lanky. He's got farmer strength. That's true. That's a thing. Um, man, that's a bummer. Found your arrow. Did you bring that up to the guy? Did you go back to him or did you? Was it even worth it at this point? At this point, it wasn't even. I, it wasn't even worth it. It was just kind of talking to a brick wall. Yeah, I get that. Do you have like number? I don't. But what's calm. his name? Call him out. It's up to you. I don't know if I'd say it if you got DNA no, working don't, on don't it. Don't say that. Yeah, no, I'm. But you can if you want. Last time I said that, say his name. I had to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we're not, we're not, we're not gonna do that. I was that. like, call that motherfucker out. They're like, okay, yeah, his name is this. And I was like, yeah. And then like three days later. <laughs> oh no. Take my name off your podcast. Hell broke loose. I was like, dude, don't worry. No one listens to this. Take it off. Yeah. Don't say his name. You might have to throw a turkey gobble on that one. Yeah. I uh, did you say his name? Did I miss it? No. Oh. I've seen that. I mean, I don't give a shit really. Just. I mean, the guy sucks, obviously. Hopefully he listens to the podcast. Honestly, I actually looked him up to see if uh, he was actually in the in the group, in the group, and he wasn't, so I don't, I don't even know. He, he you go ahead and drop it, one of our business cards in his mailbox? says he works at McDonald's. 
This is starting to make sense. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's starting to make sense. No offense to anyone else that works at McDonald's. I mean, hey. Hey, if you're out there working. <laughs> I mean, that's now, right. Yeah. Now, nowadays. Nowadays, you know, if you're working. you're working, props to you. You see guys asking for money in front of the now hiring signs yeah. now on the corners. It's like, come on. If you do work hey. for McDonald's, thanks for the McGriddles. Big hey, fan. Turn around. I'm a big fan of McDonald's. Dude, I love Big McGriddles. I had it on the way here. <laughs> Did Man, you? what a bummer, dude. Like, that I really... It really pisses in your Cheerios when you think about that, it. it. It pisses me off. Like I'm almost like trying to avoid emotion on a little bit because I don't want to go down this tirade of like I ranting. Think the worst part is like you said, it weighs 24. Yeah, the, the kid. So he's not. He's not really a kid. But well, he's not like but a he's even 16 year old. Than me. Yeah, but he's not like a 16 year old kid. Like yeah. right now. He knows what he's doing. Uh, did oh, yeah, he, did he sure. post the deer on social and stuff? Oh yeah, it's it's like his Facebook <laughs> profile. Can you pull it up? Can you pull it? No up? way. Yeah. I won't show it on camera or nothing. Blast that shit! I just want to see what this kid looks like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I judge him. I'm gonna judge yeah. a book by its cover right now. <laughs> that sucks, man. I guarantee Kurt's gonna be like, he, oh yeah, he's a shit bag. <laughs> yeah, he's want. definitely gonna say that. This is the deer. Huh? This is the actual photo. That's the actual deer. That's a nice buck too. Yeah, he looks like a guy who would steal a buck from somebody else. Let me see. Pass it around. So. So what what side did you hit the buck on the left side? On the left side, and it looks like on the right side that looks like the Raptor Trick exit hole. If it looks like that two blade, yeah. yeah. How long have you studied this picture? You have no idea. <laughs> I, I bet. I'd well, because he the wouldn't show thing. he wouldn't show us a good picture of even <laughs> like. All right, I'm gonna show you guys this picture. You won't be able to see it on camera, and then you you tell me yes he did it or no he or no he didn't. Oh, he did it for sure. <laughs> That's not the first buck he's stolen. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's Let's, done it before. What, are you showing a different picture? Show yeah, Doug, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's one of those guys that, you know, you know we... hey. Hmm. Let me see the let me see the picture of the deer. Yeah. Does he have a girlfriend? Oh, here she is. You know, you do you hit up his girlfriend. Mm. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Hey, play the long game. Hey, Doug. <laughs> yeah, right. Play the long game. <laughs> take, take one for the team, buddy. Get him on the long end of this. There's his girlfriend. Hey. He can do that. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. I figured like a year from now. It's probably when he finds out about like what happens. Like, yeah, remember that ten pointer or even <laughs> or even. <laughs> for Garrett. <laughs> He's only been in a relationship since September 19th, so Eric. you could get in there and ruin that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you did. Hey, Doug, this is where you come in, dude. You have to... Um, you're going to have to do this, man. You're going to do this for Garrett. I I mean, you're a good friend of mine, but I apologize. That's too far to drive and not work. <laughs> what, no. if I, what if I drive you there? You just need to just break, her, break him up online. Just win her heart like you do, you know? Dude, this guy's a shit bag for sure. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Like, it sucks to, to profile someone. And that's but... a great fucking deer. Yeah, let's not rub salt too hard in the wounds there. That's all right. It's, I, I, I look at that deer all the time. <clears throat> don't. I, I should. My advice is don't look at it anymore. I agree. Move on. Well, yeah, move I guess, on. you know, we'll wait to see the DNR does, too. So Yeah, yeah. we'll have to keep, keep us updated yeah, and we'll no, talk as about As soon it. as I hear something. I, well, he's got <clears throat> fines coming for sure. Yeah, if they can even find it. That's the thing. You know, they got to actually physically see the deer to be yeah. able to... I, I feel like sometimes a lot, like, the DNR just ignores a ton of reports and a ton of, like... And I, Illinois, I don't... Well, that's all it helps I, that he had um, the deer tracker guy who knows the DNR. So. Yeah, so that helps. Yeah, and then especially with our meat processor, he's the one that actually, you know, helped out and reached out to more DNR, and that's actually who sent the DNR officer over to where they said yeah. that they took it. 
Uh, but who knows if they even did take it over there. I mean, right. He well, just and, been... and at this point, it's like you're lucky that you had it all on video. I mean, that's your. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. your proof right there. But I mean, with yeah. the only thing that I don't think I'd have a leg to stand on is him with the deer. Yeah. Of just mm-hmm. him basically saying, okay, I shot this. Okay, well, there's no, you're not with the deer. I don't have, you know, yeah. footage of him right. with the deer. It, it's so. a tough situation. It's a shitty situation. That no one should ever be in. That no one should ever be Man, in. Here, he must uh, watch the deer go down to get out that fast, take pictures, drive a half hour. Cause that's an hour drive both ways. Yeah. Because we didn't get... And then come back I bet you, I bet you he saw it from where he was sitting. He watched the drop? I bet you he did. He had to. Oh, you, it, it was 20 yards where the deer was dropped from where his stand was. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. for sure. He watched the whole thing come in. Yeah, I mean, you could see a stand from where the, the deer was bedded down yeah. and laying there. Well, here's what we'll do. We're going to be positive. The season is early. It's still really fucking early, dude. I know. and it's, yeah. You should shoot a bigger one. I was just surprised, you know, I had that success, like that amount of, you know, luck or I should, yeah. but you know, actual, I think movement. I, I know it sucks and it's hard. It's probably hard for you not to think about, especially being like your first archery buck and all that. I would move on from this situation. Fuck that guy. And I would kill a bigger one and then come back in after season. We'll do another podcast and it'll be how it'll be called how Garrett's bow season turned around. Hey man, I'm, we're just going to eat gonna keep pushing forward and you, know, you can do pound pound on the pavement and the good win hold on i see that the, must- good, the good win the good win i see that mustache win. and a twitching you got a prediction Ooh. Ooh. oh my gosh i mean you already had some luck i do like the good win though the good win episode yeah well we'll come back and do a good yeah it'll just be called the good win he was right. telling me about all the guns he's in michigan does though Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous! I, it's just like gun season after gun season. It's like, come on. Illinois is good, but Indiana has over the counter buck tags as well. So does Ohio. Michigan's over the counter too. Yeah, but no one's going to Michigan. You know, ain't no one coming. <laughs> it's a sleeper state. I was got to figure it out, boy. Isn't that right, Todd? For no doubt, no <laughs> doubt, dude. Every people are buying over the counter buck tags in Illinois. We're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was just in like. What's your points look like? <laughs> We're just over that here. three pointer. It ain't good enough for me. We're just over here twiddling our thumbs. Maybe we could give you a tag. <laughs> You're lucky. I don't know. Chris, uh, let's Chris, see. Chris Smith tried post posted one of our uh, one of his deer on camera on our team page, and I was like, "Hey man, don't be saying that we have deer in Michigan because it's not true. It's all mystical creatures." I mean, there's some big deer get killed in Michigan. It's just too easy to razz on, you know. Oh, I know, man. You gotta. Just too easy to razz on. I was gonna say earlier, I was amazed that he had all three of the Michigan bucks come into him the same day. <laughs> it's like, how are you getting all three of those bucks in the state? <laughs> yeah, on one piece. Well, the thing is, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's big now, time. Not but two minutes. Actually, we do have buck brunch uh, planted in the in the open spots of the timber. Oh, yeah. well, you're good then. Yeah. So, but yeah. no, actually, like two minutes later, another buck was following those three bucks. They had another like spike, you know, three point was coming up. Really. The old Y buck came in, huh? Oh yeah, man. I was like, <sighs> well, dude, I wish you the best of luck for the remainder of your season. I think it'll turn around for you. I think you have a positive attitude. I know it's yeah. hard to not dwell on that situation, but don't dwell on it. I yeah. feel like Oh, he's rubbing it. Oh. Look at it. Oh, it feels pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if it helps you out, but I our season ends. December 31st, and I will be having a bow. We can hunt with our bow mm. during gun season. Mm. Mm. Nah, I'll be over on that before gun season. I appreciate that. but I feel like... You can never go wrong with the rut, especially on 20 acres. Uh, I feel like November 3rd. Oh, is that, is, that, is that talking to you? 
Yeah, it's talking to me. That's barking, huh? It's weird. It's like yelling at me. Almost Day. yelling at me. Not even barking, just yelling at me. Um, it's Clint Casper in you? I think it's going to be like an eight-pointer, actually. Clean eight? Is About... You're in Michigan. you got to remember, it's not Iowa. <laughs> I will say we do have... A, sorry. Uh, or Ohio. Or Ohio or Vermont. We do have a pieball buck in the area. Is it an eight-pointer? Really? Yes. Is that legal? Uh Honest, I'm looking into the into the rules. Still checking, it. It. I'm it, still checking on it. I'm still checking on it. Is it an eight pointer? <laughs> I think it's a small six. Nah, not forget about that one. Now nah, the pie ball would be pretty <laughs> don't, cool. Don't worry about that one. The pie ball, you know. Yeah, don't, don't worry, worry about, about that. Yeah, guy. Don't worry about that. Yeah, that, that guy. No, yeah. I wouldn't worry about <laughs> you that. Yeah, like uh, one nineteen and five eighths eight pointer coming your way. Ooh. November third. It's a good buck. November third. That's big in Michigan. I know. You're being the fucking yeah. newspaper. Okay, nice to you. Okay. <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, for the three people that read it in my town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there barely is one. Does New Windsor? Oh, Mercer County has a newspaper. Yeah. Which is actually, I, I do flip through it. I'll be honest with you. You buy um, it? I don't mind I don't browsing buy it. it. I don't mind browsing it, but yeah. But let's be honest, we're not fifty. Curse the guy that goes. To, yeah, I'm not in the shitter reading it. He but. goes to standard station, reads it in the morning, and puts it back on the Cup shelf. Of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> like a quarter. <laughs> Doesn't even buy it. Just reads it, and puts it back on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you, you know you grab the one just a couple neighbors down in the downtown. I just up. hey, if you read the paper, just take it from your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, right. fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming and do the podcast. I think your season will turn around. Just stay mm-hmm. positive. Get after it. It's a it's a major major bummer, but all you gotta do is just change your luck, man. Hey, just gotta keep trying, you know. I even I was even out last night, so you know, just trying to major speed bump next time. Just yeah, look at the podcast on your side now. That's what I'm hoping for. Just yeah. give her the beans and get over that speed bump. Anybody want to shout out? Anything you want to shout out? You know, is racing season over? Uh, actually, racing season never even began for me this year just because of COVID. And, yeah. Know, we blew up our engine last month or last year in October. So COVID, we couldn't get parts for the engine until a couple weeks ago. So Yeah, that's nuts. That's now, nuts. It's just crazy. And uh, so, you know, we, we got next year on the looks for racing. But you ever need a driver? Yeah. Let me know. I, I got you. <laughs> a backup driver? <laughs> I got you, Dale. <laughs> I'll put him on the wall. Uh, no, come on. I might Listen, to, sorry. that's not where we're trying to go with this podcast. Sorry. Doug. Hey, I just don't want to back up the trailer. Are you one of those that All need, I go like, is forward. All I go is forward and left turn. <laughs> left turn. Do you got that trailer backup assist in your truck? Don't need it. That's a thing? I'm in like a Ford. I don't know. I'm not getting that argument either. Um, cool, man. Well, any shout outs, anything like that? You know, I just want to thank uh, my buddy Aaron. Uh, yeah. who I've been hunting with, you know, giving me permission, you know, to hunt with him. And, you know, he probably feels worse than you. Do. I didn't think about it. You should have brought him with, but I didn't even. Uh... He actually was working because, you know, I, I've taken up two jobs, you know, to try to, you know, pay for this passion of, you know, mm-hmm. hunting and stuff. And it's commitment, man. Plus, I, you know, I, I want to learn all the archery, you know, the ins and outs and mm-hmm. bow tuning and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I work part time at archery shop besides my full time jobs. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting know. after it, dude. Well, if you ever come down to any Illinois public or anything like that, you can come and stay at the studio. It's always a place that's so welcome for you to come out and hang out. So I appreciate it, and I appreciate all your guys' yeah. support. And, yep, for know, sure. No problem. Well, cool, man. Well, I have faith in you. I think you're going to turn it around. Be it's positive. Gonna, it's it's, it's going to happen. We're not even, at the time of this podcast, I don't even know the date. We're not even midway through the month. 
13th. You got this. I will say, though, those Novix tree stands are very, very comfortable because that's what I shot that buck out of. Well, I mean, that could be the ticket to getting you in something else easily, you know? And I did get me the, I did order me the Helo. You did? So I want to, nice. I'm going to have that for my run and gun hanging bang. Do you already have the Echo? I have the Echo. It's the yeah. shit. Yep. Yeah. Well, man, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it. And uh, I think, thanks for the invite. Of course. Yeah, thanks absolutely. for the support, too. All right. We close her out there. You got anything? Anybody else? Nope. Close her nope. out, brother. All right. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Hey, guys, quick, before you leave the podcast, Garrett sent me an update. This is this happened like probably five days after we, we recorded this podcast last week. Um, this is the update from DNR. Uh, the guy who, who took the deer, um, whatever angle you want to look at it, DNR, find him uh, $2,200 for taking the buck across state lines. Uh, and the processor got hit with a $4,000 fine. DNR said meat was no good. It was all spoiled. And from my understanding, they wouldn't give the DNR could not give him the deer because they couldn't prove that his arrow killed it, which, you know, I kind of get. But I wanted to throw this update in there. That way it kind of adds, a, not, I mean, really no closure, but it's it's the update to what it was. So we didn't have to do it on another episode. So uh, interesting. Anyway. That's all I know for right now. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your guys' support and good luck. Cold Front is on the way. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.